When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and happy Thursday. <laughs> happy um, Jupiter Day, you know, the day of creativity, travel, abundance, you know, manifestation, all that good stuff. Um, I am actually about to take a sip of tea out of my astrology mug that I have it's um solar plexus tea it's different herbs that help to heal and protect the solar plexus so one second Ah. yeah I wanted to make some hot tea because I woke up to um uh snow (laughs) it snowed here in the PNW and so Whenever it snows, I stay home. I'm hoping the roads look okay. I mean, obviously, my husband made it to work. Um, so maybe the roads aren't as bad. But usually when it's like this, I like to stay home. Because people just sometimes will drive crazy. And, you know, stuff can happen. And it's very hilly here. So that's the thing that's kind of like, eh, I don't know. But anyway, I hope everyone's having... A wonderful, wonderful week. I know that it has been pretty, like, you know, crazy. I'm sure everywhere, like, it's weird. It's, like, it's starting to get colder here, even though it's getting closer to to spring and everything. And, yeah. But I just want to tell you guys, I posted the Pisces Challenge on um, at the Charming Libra on Instagram. And I posted my first reel. And I think... You guys should take a look. Um, I also actually show myself for the first time up there and talk. You know, I'm in a robe. I've just woken up and all that good stuff. So don't judge me too hard. Uh, But no worries. But anyway, um, yeah, so I made the challenge. And the first day of the challenge, which starts today, um, is to have a 10-minute a two minute meditation because we all know that in Pisces season meditation is even more heightened and valuable, you know, just to allow ourselves to breathe and really connect to ourselves and to God, source universe and all that good stuff. So I already did mine. I decided to do a divine feminine meditation to really connect to myself 
um, especially like for self-love and all that stuff and really allowing myself to just be and to receive and all that good stuff that involves the divine feminine. I went shopping yesterday, you guys, and I was just like, it put me in a very like kind of nasty mood. Um, I actually like had went on a rant on my personal account and I had to delete the video because I like when I was re-listening, I was like, that just sounds terrible. I'm just literally picking myself apart and that's not attractive. That is not what siren energy does. So I found this really cute outfit at Target. They have some pretty cute stuff. Like they have this really cute uh, bikini that was like, you know, the higher waisted. That's good for people who have meat on them. <laughs> and but it was all sold out. But then I luckily I went down further and they have this really cute two piece like skirt and um, top that I thought looked amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to try that on. So I tried it on and everything looked great from the front. But then when the mirror shows the back, it just, it's just unforgiving. The lighting was just unforgiving. And the outfit actually looked really good on me frontwards, but it's definitely something that I would have to wear with a camisole because I'm, I'm just, you know, I am a thicky thick and I just don't, I don't, it's different when like you feel good and you know, you're the way you are. I'm not saying anything bad about anybody. This is just me talking about myself, but I don't look healthy. So that's the reason why I have an issue of it. Like you can just tell I don't look healthy the way my body has gotten bigger. It's not in like, oh, it's like a healthy like me. It's like, it's not, it, it just looks like, I don't know. It, I'm not even going to get into it. It's just, it's not healthy for me. I'm like, I consider myself like average on like average slash on the short side, I'm only five, four. So, um, that doesn't help, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I, you know, I just, I had to take some time, do some shadow work and everything. Um, I had a journal, I had to really like take a nice long bath and just really cleanse my, myself, my attitude I also had to get like, I had to take off crystals yesterday because I don't know what it is. It's like, I'm telling you, once Pisces season came in, I'm really sensitive to anything that involves the crown chakra, or at least if I do wear it, it has to be, um, something that's more subtle. Um, I was wearing an amethyst and a, um, Lumerian quartz and my head was just killing me. And I was like, gosh, why, like, why has my head been killing me like a lot lately? And so when I took off the necklaces and I allowed myself to relax, um, and I also took some, um, magnesium glyconate, um, my head felt a lot better because I had taken Tylenol, Tylenol was nothing for me. But, um, once I had taken off the necklaces and just really grounded myself, because I think my my crown chakra was way too open where I couldn't really ground myself. So I grounded myself and I also took some, um, magnesium glyconate and that helped out a lot. So this morning, I think I'm just gonna, I'm just only wearing one crystal. Um, that's more for like the throat and stuff and it. It's mixed in also a little bit with the third eye and stuff. But other than that, um, it's not too, like opening like the um, Veracruz amethyst and the Lumerian quartz. So 
taking it slow. Um, I don't know if I told you guys, I know I had told you guys that I was doing a little, um, challenge with, uh, Iolite. Unfortunately, that was another one that was causing major headaches for me. So I don't think my body was ready for it. So I am currently looking to see uh, for other, um, other crystals that would help, uh, you know, like fat loss and stuff like that. So, excuse me, I, um, I have done a blue appetite, um, and it worked. So that's why I was like, should I just do that for a longer period of time? Although I don't have one anymore. So I'd have to really like order one and I'm trying to look for one. I have one on the shop, but I'm not taking from the shop to, for myself. So, um, yeah, but if you didn't know, let me go ahead and just say that. Go ahead and shop Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. I have I make lots of beautiful crystal pendants as well as I have some home decor, pe- uh, not home decor pendants, but home decor crystals for you to put on your, you know, like wherever you want in your space. Um, I have a 10% off of everything and in the shop right now and right now this is the best time to really get what you want there because I've mentioned in the last episode um in the last couple episodes rather that once February 28th is done once it hits March 1st um sales will be scarce um it won't be for a while probably not until like Mother's Day or something maybe and um prices will be going up so um and I explained all that in the last episode. Crystals are going up. Wire is going up. So I've been kind of shitting on myself. I've been selling really well, you know, like on and off Etsy. Um, But it just, again, I don't want to get into it. Just listen to the last episode. Um, I'm basically like really shorting myself and scoring my own um, profit because I'm trying to be nice. And I, you know, that's all I want everyone to be able to have one of my crystals because they are high quality and amazing. But that's why I created like, you know, ones for that have like sil- silver plated non-tarnishing wire um, because um, that is more cheaper than like the 14K gold filled or the um, the pure silver, you know, and all that stuff. So also I'm going to be trying something new today. I'll let you guys know when I'm done, like. Like I said, I've been really into the siren core, so I'm going to start learning to wrap seashells and then mixing them with crystals, you know, like to kind of give like that siren, you know, like that beachy summery collection kind of. So I want to kind of practice that while I still have the time because school starts on Monday and I'm going to be back in that mode. Plus, I am going, you know, like at any time now, depending on whoever calls me, I will be back in the workforce. So life is going to look very different this year um, career wise and everything. So, uh, yeah, but I wanted to come up here to give you guys, um, the episode that I promised the bonus episode regarding prosperity placements. So if you didn't know, I am in a mastermind of, um, you know, for my business to grow my business and grow all different aspects of my business because, um, I don't know if I've mentioned, but I, I was unbeknownst, I guess at the beginning of the year, my goal was to make like, um, to be, to have seven streams of income. And I realized that during my time off, I've worked hard by investing in myself by, you know, like, again, um, I had a mastermind and I still am, I pay for a mastermind for business expansion, um, as well. It has some astrology, um, learning in it. 
um, as well as um, I invested in a nutri- uh, getting a certification for nutrition coaching. So I am officially certified by Precision Nutrition as a nutrition coach. Um, I am also thinking about doing NASM which is NASM uh, for personal training, not to do personal training, but to learn, especially considering my injuries, I have to do modified um, exercise and weightlifting. So I want to learn that to know if I'm, you know, like, if I'm, how, how what's the word? Um, if I have right form and all that good stuff. So that is on my mind. Um, but not something quite yet. Cause like I said, I'm already doing too much right now. Um, but is something definitely that might be in the future as well as Reiki. Um, Reiki is another one. Um, I want to be able to infuse my pendants, my crystal pendants, uh, with Reiki. So I will be learning that cause that only takes a weekend, uh, to do, but, and also it's, um, I took a class one time about how it works and, the teacher was actually able to heal himself with Reiki. So that's huge for me. You guys know I'm on a healing journey. But I kind of digressed on that part. But anyway, I did not realize that during this time I had off, I have managed to open myself up to five streams of income. So I'm actually already there almost. I just want two more. And the other two that I want, definitely I want it to be more passive income. So I use my time wisely and I did not realize it until I really reflected like, wow, when I was looking at my finances, I was like, wow, I've really opened up some income and I haven't really been able to truly tap into all of them yet, except for my first one, which is Alari Sky. But um, I have opened up quite a bit and I want to eventually like two of them work together um, as well as the other two, I guess you can kind of say so. Yeah, I want to, I just want, I'm proud of myself on that aspect. And so um, I want to still reach my goal of seven by the end of this year. Uh, Definitely more, again, passive. So um, with this prosperity placement, these are notes that I took from the mastermind that we had. um, Because I thought this would be really helpful for you guys. (laughs) Um, that way, um, you guys can kind of also experience it yourself. Like for me, I'm kind of working toward this, but I feel like I'm trying to work on too many things at once and knowing myself when I get overwhelmed then I want to avoid it and I don't want to get to the point where I'm trying to avoid all of that stuff, but I'm really keeping it in, what is it in mind and kind of taking notes on it in my astrology, um, journal. So um, it's just something good to kind of have in your mind and understand where, you know, like where you can make money from. So like, of course, you need your needle chart for this. You need to know your houses. So I hope if you know the time you were born, it's very vital to this or else if you don't know, I mean, you can still use it because you wouldn't know your, I mean, you would know your planets, I guess, but I mean, actually, I don't even think you can do a natal chart without without the time. Um, the only thing you can do is the moon, and that depends if the moon is not in two signs. If the moon's in two signs, you would have to have the exact time um, or changing. I don't want to say in two signs. It's changing signs that same day because that's how it was for me. Like um, when I very first found out about other placements, um, 
I didn't know the time of my um, birth at the time. And so um, I couldn't find out my moon sign because on the day I was born, the moon was in Pisces, but by noon it changed to Aries. So you have to have the time. If it's, if it's a day that the moon hasn't moved in, a, in one sign still, um, you don't need your time necessarily. You just need th- to know the exact place of where you were born mainly, but you don't have to have the time. So like for me, I had to ask my mom and unfortunately my mom forgot when I was born. So she told me I was born at 6 PM, which made me an Aries moon. So I was thinking I was an Aries moon, which I knew something was off. Cause I was like, I do not relate to an Aries moon at all. I didn't relate to Aries and like how it described it at all. It's like, something's not right here. So I actually like came to her house, did some digging because I know where she keeps our birth certificates. And I managed to find mine and found out <clears throat> I was actually born in the early AM and which makes me a Pisces moon. So <clears throat> make sure you have your time of birth. If you don't follow along, at least you can take notes and Eventually, when you find it, you'll know what's going on because without the time of birth, you will not know the correct placements of your house because your rising sign is what kind of gives way to the house placements. So like I'm a Leo rising, so Leo is my first house. And same with any other person's rising. If you're Pisces rising, Pisces is going to be your first house. So and so forth. So have your natal chart ready. So When it comes to prosperity placements, you guys, you have to really understand the birth chart, the natal chart, um, and you don't have to necessarily be take a um, astrology class like I did. Um, you can do, you can be self-taught, but I always feel like um, I wanted to take it a bit farther when I was running out of like different books, and I've read so many books that. I understood what it was meaning, but I had the, I have the hardest times and I had the hardest times understanding like house and aspects and stuff like that. So after taking an actual, like I am certified in, um, astrology or whatever, I got a, um, little certificate or whatever. Um, it really helped me understand. So now when I read, I can be like, Oh, okay. That's what that means. Um, it's so much deeper too, which I'll have to go into later, but it's way deeper than what I just go up off of here. But anyway, so when you look at your birth chart, you guys, you want to look at, of course, the signs. The signs represent the archetype that we are to embody and less to gain prosperity, right? And less to really go through life, really through anything, to be honest, of whatever house you're having, uh, you have planets and stuff in. Um, But the signs are pretty much the main character, the archetype that we embody. The planets, they're like the theme, you know, how we express like that, that the scene that is in pretty much with which the scene and the set is the house, you know, the setting and the place of, um, I feel like I'm confusing myself because I'm going ahead a little bit. But basically, the planets, you know, affect how we express where it's at, which is the house. So basically, again, the sign, main character, is what we embody. It's how we express, you know, what it is, like whatever the sign it is. So like expression of Gemini or Libra or anything. And then the planets is like the theme. It's like how we express it. 
when you add the sign. So if you have like cancer in the fourth house or something like that, and then, um, you know, the house. So those are what you want to kind of have in your mind of how this is going to work. So there are three prosperity placements to be looked at in your natal chart, you guys. And the first placement is Venus. So I know, I know some people don't realize this, that everyone mainly looks at Venus. It's just only like love and relationship. And while that is true, it is about, you know, relationship, how we express love and everything else. But it's also how we, uh, express our, like show, show value, what we have value in and our wealth placement. It's about how we gain wealth. And so, with uh, Venus, Venus is a very feminine sign. So it's really allowing yourself to tap into your feminine of whatever sign that Venus is in, as well as the house. So it's like goddess of love and money is what I wrote. You know, the sign of Venus is the energies is you are to embody to become magnetic to money. So basically, whatever the sign of your Venus uh, is, is the sign archetype that you need to become to be magnetic to money pretty much so what this looks like let's say you are hmm. so let's say you have a um a leo venus so what does leo you know look like right leo represents like the entertainer you know a passionate person very king and queen energy, right? So for you to become magnetic to money, you need to really embody the energy of Leo, allowing yourself to go through, like approach, you know, the thing that you are working towards to make your money as like very regal, like royalty, you know, very passionate, very open, very creative. You know what I mean? With whatever planet or you know like sinus and so like venus right so you have to really open yourself to that so for like me i am um i have a virgo venus so for me what is virgo virgo is known as the archetype is known as the helper right so this is very um very accurate to me the the helper so i'm to embody that you know like earthy energy, you know, allowing myself to use what I value, which I value for me is like healing. I like to help heal people. I like, I love to, you know, really give services to others when it comes to the healing arts and health, you know, like I, that is my background. You know, my career is in healthcare. You know, I'm going to be a therapist, you know, a psychologist eventually. So that right there is me embodying the helpful archetype of Virgo, right? So by doing those kind of like career moves or in business, like even like, like imagine like, I also have a certification in nutrition coaching. I'm helping people heal their bodies by helping them learn ways to be consistent and to approach nutrition in a healthy way, as well as a healthy mindset. 
So doing that kind of thing is going to attract wealth for me. It's going to attract success and prosperity because I'm living my Virgo in truth. I'm living my Venus and Virgo truth. Like if I'm, let's say, a Virgo and Venus and I'm doing, how can I put this? If I'm doing a job that just involves only like me and not helping anyone, in my opinion, that's not living, that's not embodying Virgo because Virgo is not really about the self. I mean, it's more so of offering themselves to help others, right? So that's not really being me. (laughs) You know what I mean? And let alone... My Virgo, you know, it says the house notes, house Venus uh, rolls is, um, excuse me, oh my gosh, it's the area of life pretty much um, rules. Why did I, I I just can't read my own writing, so I'm so sorry, you guys, but house Venus rules is equals area of life and industry your soul wants your money to be made in. So for me, let me take a sip. I feel so bad because I always feel like I'm like, in eh, 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 you guys' ears. <laughs> so, um, okay, yeah. So the house Venus rules. Again, it's the area of life slash industry. Your soul wants your money to be made. So. My Venus in Virgo is in the second house. The second house is the house of finance, possession, materialistic possession at that. It's really about doing things that's within either the financial aspect, like helping people with finances, or like for me, I love, you know, I've always enjoyed doing jewelry. And so I create you know, a material possession, pendants (laughs) that are crystals that help people, right? That help people bring out the inner magic and themselves, allowing people to connect with the crystal to help their energy be enhanced for whatever goals and intentions they have, right? So that's very Virgo and Venus and I'm making money from it. So that's helping me gain success because it's living in my truth of the sign helping others of basically um the house the house of material possessions and um finances right so if i also were were to probably do something with helping people in a way like this figuring out like how to gain money you know, that's also living in the Virgo truth. You know, again, Virgo is the archetype of the helper. Okay, so let's go to the second placement. The second placement, you guys, prosperity placement is the second house. So if you look to see what sign uh, falls into your second house and what as well as what planets do, right? So I have two planets in the second house, actually. But before I get there, let me explain it. So the second house, again, is value and money equals core value, money and possessions for the second house. The sign ruling the second house, how we bring in the abundance, right? 
and the planets in your second house where your values lie. So basically, what is happening in your second house, right? For me, again, I not only have Virgo and Venus, I have Mars and Virgo in the second house. And not only is it just those two guys, Mars and Venus are conjunct, meaning that the energy of it is magnified. So for me, um, when, whenever I think of like Mars, like in Virgo, I feel again, it's about taking action. Um, Mars is a very action, passionate planet and I'm passionate in helping people. I'm passionate in, um, creating moves toward helping people toward finding of gaining like a stronger, secure finance as well as, you know, like, um, just like quite a bit of stuff. It's just mainly allowing myself to really be passionate about making money and passionate about, um, helping others in my opinion. So that's basically what is going down in my house pretty much. So, um, I mean, that's what you would want to look for that, you know, is definitely a huge placement. And I know like, I'm sure someone's like, um, well, I don't have planets in the second house. You may not have planets, but what you will do if you don't have any planets in there is you would look to the signs. So let's say, hmm, hmm, let's say your Venus, your not your Venus, but let's say your second house is in Pisces, right? So what does Pisces rule? Um, Pisces rules Neptune and uh, is ruled by Neptune and Jupiter. So you would look to those two planets um, to look to where and look at that particular house that they occupy as well um, to embody it. So let's say... Uh, how can I put this? (laughs) So you have Pisces in the second house, but no planets. So you're going to look at Neptune. Let's say your Neptune is in Capricorn, right? Um, you're going to embody then the Capricorn to, um, make that money, right? To, to really look at how you embody that particular place, uh, placement, So to me, let's say Capricorn and Neptune, I just feel like Capricorn and Neptune is going to be a little bit more spiritual. Definitely, maybe perhaps you're helping people gain um, a spiritual routine even because, you know, Capricorn is very routine and pragmatic. Uh, it's, it's, It's about perhaps getting a business related to spirituality even, you know, um, allowing yourself to be the face of, um, let's say your own, I don't know, a meditation kind of thing or, um, natal charts even, you know, like stuff like that. So really gaining a solid routine and helping like others and, or being the expression of that for yourself as well. So that's how I would see that. So don't fret when you don't have planets in those houses, 
because then you just look at what the sign is and then the planet that rules that sign and then you look to that planet and somewhere else in the chart and then you just embody that particular um, one. And then the last one, you guys, uh, the third um, prosperity placement, which is, you know, um, which is uh, Capricorn, right? And I meant to say that also the second house, you know, it's how we bring in abundance, by the way. So just uh, allow yourself to be open and really connect to that and embody that aspect. But the third uh, prosperity placement is Capricorn. So Capricorn is um, a very, you know, like mature, responsible, goal-oriented and work ethic. That's why I always admire people who have um, a lot of planets in Capricorn or even just have like, you know, especially like either like your top three or um, a Mars in Capricorn. Um, because I just feel like anyone who has like Capricorn in their chart, they always are just amazing with being there, making their own business. They always get shit done. They always have a plan and everything else. So I admire that for me, this is part of the one where, um, I don't really have any places like Capricorns in my sixth house, but I don't have any planets there. So I would have to look to Saturn for that. And because of that, Saturn would be, um, let's see, and uh, my Saturn's in Scorpio. So that is what I would have to embody to really express that kind of um, power. And so um, if you have, which I know a lot of us millennials do, I think, have Capricorn placements, especially um When you get to like a certain, I think like early 90s and stuff like that. I think a lot of like, like late 80s. I feel like early 90s or something like that. Maybe I could be wrong. Who knows? Or no, I think it's like sooner than that. But anyway, it's like the 80s and early 90s for sure. You know what I mean? They have a lot of people. I know have a lot of Capricorn stelliums and stuff like that. So that's why I feel like a lot of us millennials are very successful and stuff like that. Unfortunately, I wasn't graced with that. So I don't really have any Capricorn placements. <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically it rules like the Dharma and career, you know, planets in Capricorn equals tools we are to use in creating authentic and financial prosperity. So again, you know, Capricorn is great for setting up routine and systems when it comes to creating that financial prosperity. So um, Capricorn ruled house equals the focus of how and where your money is to be made. You know, what what is Capricorn ruling in your chart, right? So Capricorn, again, for me, is in the sixth house, but I have no planets there. So Um, I only have a transit there, which I guess is kind of, I don't know, good that I don't have it in there. Because the transit, you guys know how that is. The Capricorn transit has been very nasty for me. And it's almost over. Unfortunately, it won't be officially over into 2024 because I'll get a taste of it being outside of my house of health. But unfortunately, it's um, going to go backwards. But... 
uh, Aquarius definitely um, is going to, Pluto is going to be there. And, and that's in the house uh, for me, the seventh house of relationships. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of different things for that, um, obviously. But um, anyway, but yeah, so um, make sure you are allowing yourself to use Capricorn in that aspect to have like to find your authentic financial prosperity. Now there isn't many books on this cuz I after they were done, I was like I would love to read more on this. Um so if I find one, I would be glad to share it with you guys because for me, I'm not I don't know deep enough about it to just act like I'm a know-it-all, but I just wanted to give you guys the notes that I wrote and kind of explain a little bit of what I took from it, right? So um, those are usually the top, um, prosperity placements, but also for me, I'm going to add a little, I'm going to add one as well. Um, I, I think Taurus, if you have Taurus in your chart, Taurus is a, a amazing, um, house placement. I mean, prosperity placement in my opinion, because Taurus rules the second house, not only, but it's also the sign of allowing yourself to like, it's, it's an abundant sign to me. The Taurus represents, you know, um, nurturance and, you know, like really creating the life they love, like that luxury life that, you know, again, possessive possessions and materialism. So I feel like if you have like Venus and Taurus, honey, that is, that's a powerful placement in my opinion. Um, I was actually shocked when they chose Capricorn, um, but I can understand it. That's all I was like, oh, when they said that, I was like, oh, Capricorn, I was thinking Taurus, but I get it. Capricorn too is definitely, you know, it's the, it's the sign that where you're just going to get shit done. The, the archetype of Capricorn is the businessman, businessman, businesswoman. So, um, yeah, the business person. So it makes sense. You know, when you want to create wealth, you want to be in the persona of or the archetype of a business person. You want to think like a business person. So um, that made sense to me. But also you want to allow yourself to be magnetic. And um, Taurus also rules Venus or Venus rules Taurus. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. You know, you can really embody the sensuality of Venus, you know, of Aphrodite, of allowing yourself to be magnetic toward the things that you're working towards where people are drawn to you and ha, there you go. You're making money. Um, let's see. What's another placement that I think would be a great one for me. Um, I feel like the sixth house would also be another pow a powerful prosperity placement because the sixth house is, not only the house of um, helping others, um, but it's also the house of health and the house of um, work. So if you have a great work ethic and all that stuff, uh, you will attract wealth again. You can't attract wealth if you're not doing shit, right? You got to put in the action and then receive, right? You just can't just receive the whole time. You have to put a little work in there. So that's just my opinion and my thoughts. So I hope this was somewhat helpful for you guys. Um, again, like if I find more about it, I will definitely gladly do a part two of it. But this that's just the little bit that I was able to write down and understand through the um, 
you know, like through the mastermind that I took. So I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. Uh, Stay safe, stay warm, really, truly love yourself, love others and be confident and know that you can do anything that you put your mind to. I love you guys so much. Again, take advantage of my 10% off on Alari Sky Jewelry on getting things on sale and at the prices that they currently are because prices again will be going up. So I love you guys so, so much. Take care and have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday.